0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be the Lone Ranger. Original air dates June 5th, 1946.
1: The speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty hi Silver, the Lone Ranger. It was raining hard as young Tom Jackson headed his buckboard toward the village of Muddy Gulch. As he neared the little community, Tom and his mother, who rode beside him, discussed the purpose of the trip.
2: Mother, I wish you'd tell me why we had to ride into town in this rain just because we received word there's freight boys at the express office.
3: Well, Tom? and now that your father's gone and you're man of the house, I guess you should know. Why, oh, sure. Tell me. When you were a small boy, your father purchased out of the army for a spell. That was during the gold rush and he caught the fever along with a lot of others. He struck a nice little claim and sold out to a mining company. Well, I didn't know about that. He made $10,000 on the deal and then re-enlisted in the cavalry. $10,000? I never saw the money. He said he was putting it in a safe place so if anything happened to him you and i'd be able
2: to get along yeah but how are you supposed to get the money now that he's dead
3: i never questioned his plan all i know is i'm supposed to receive ten thousand
2: dollars Well then and you think the money's at the express office that's the freight we're after oh
3: I soon no here's the express office. yeah oh oh boy hold down boys oh
2: come on mother i'll help you down oh
3: thank you son there you are for land's six, I'll be glad to get
2: inside. Yeah, sweet. <sighs> well, morning, Mrs. Jackson,
3: Tom. Morning, Sam.
2: Howdy. I suppose you're after your freight. That's right, Sam. Well, here it is, right beside the stove. It's gunny sack
3: yeah. Gunny sack? Oh, that's strange. What's that, ma'am? Oh, nothing, Sam, nothing. Uh, Tom, take your knife and let's see what's inside.
2: Yeah, that's just what I was about to do. <laughs> Well, look, Mother. It's Dad's saddle. Saddle? Is that all? Was you expecting something else,
3: ma'am? It's the one Dad had made special. Yes, I know. This is very strange. Isn't there any explanation with it? Isn't Not a there? thing, Mother.
2: You oh. folks are expecting a letter or something. Why don't you just sit here for a spare and wait for the stage? That's a good idea. Maybe there's a letter. Tell them where the... Tom! Um... Mo- what was you saying, son? Uh,
1: nothing, Sam. Nothing. As Tom Jackson and his mother waited for the arrival of the stage, an Indian stepped up to Sam, the express attendant. He was Tonto, the Lone Ranger's faithful companion. Uh, What time stage do? It's due right now. Should be here any minute. Uh, Tonto, wait.
2: Probably this rain, the muddy trail's holding it up. (laughs) Usually does, you know. Uh, You were looking for mail, too, Richard?
4: No. No, me wait for a boy named Dan. Him on
1: stage.
2: Well, just sit down over there and make yourself comfortable.
1: Meanwhile, the stage splashed its way through the heavy downpour on its run to Muddy Gulch. The only passenger was Dan Reed, nephew of the Lone Ranger. At a narrow pass not far below the town, two horsemen with guns blazing pulled out of ambush and poured down on the lumbering stage.
2: Down down the stage!
1: The stage driver pulled hard on the reins to stop the team. The heavy rain and narrow path made it impossible to outrun the oncoming bandits. To fire on them was suicide. The stage stopped and the driver and guard complied with the bandits' orders to throw down their guns. Then the driver spoke. You fellows are making a big mistake. We ain't carrying no gold. We ain't after gold. We want the mail yourself. All right. <laughs>
2: Here's the mail. Well, I'm a warning yeah. Never mind the advice. We know our business. I've got it, Duke. Let's hey Yeah, let's get out of here. Get there. Get oh, on, those yellow-livered mail thieves? The way they come up on us here in the past and in this rain and all, we got they no stole chance. stole your mail, huh? Yep, son. That's what they did, all right. Perhaps I can follow them. You're plumb crazy to even think of such a thing. Why, those two are riding fast horses. Besides, they'd shoot quicker than you could bat an eye. I'll take that chance. Now, see here, son. They left a good trail in this mud. I'll follow them as fast as I can. I can't let you do a thing like this. There'll be someone at Muddy Gulch to meet me. Just tell them what I've done. I'll be all right. You're crazy, but I guess I ain't got no right to stop you. Get up there. Get up there. Get up, Get up. Get up.
1: Short while later, Tonto reined up at the mouth of a secluded cave outside Muddy Gulch, where he and the Lone Ranger had made camp while awaiting Dan Reed's arrival. By the time Tonto arrived, the rain had stopped. Oh, Scott, hope oh fella. Oh, hope oh uh, where's Dan? Oh, something wrong?
4: Uh wrong, Kimers, honey. Quick, what is it? A uh, two fellas stop stage. Take mail. Go on. When Crookfeller leave, driver say Dan jump out of stage and follow. Where did this happen? At pass below town. Here, Silver. Here, Victor. Good you have Dan's horse here. Yes, eh? we'll take him along. Uh, then we go now? Yes, Tonto. Right there, big fella. Dan may be in serious trouble. There's no time to lose. All right, Victor.
2: Come on, Silver. him Come
1: masked man and tonto rode as fast as they could to the scene of the hold-up as they pulled up at the pass dan sat calmly on a dry rock beneath the shelter of a large tree Dan, are you all right sure i'm all right golly you brought victor yes of course chief victor
2: it's great to see you Dan,
4: why did you leave the stage
2: the bandits left a good trail in the mud and i wanted to follow it before the rain washed all the prints away
4: well, that dangerous thing to do dan oh i was all right I tracked the crooks to a cave up in the hills. Then you could identify them. Oh, sure, I'd know them anywhere. Come on, Dan, mount up. We're we going to after those crooks, yes, Dan. Show us the way.
1: Get up, big guy. After a few minutes of riding up the muddy hillside, Dan Reed led the Lone Ranger and Tonto to a secluded spot. He signaled to rain up. Oh, 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 back yeah. up. That's the cave over there.
4: Yes, I see it. Right there, big fella. <laughs> it looks
2: like they're all gone. How do you know? When I left, their horses were hitched at the mouth of the cave.
4: Well, they won't take any chances. Come on, Toto. Uh-huh.
2: How about me? Can I go?
4: No, Dan. You stay here with the horses. Oh, but I won't... Dan, if her- they're still inside, they may be shooting. Yes, sir. for Dan to track those cooks, but he gave us a lead. Ah. I think they've gone. Ah. No sign here. Come on, let's go inside. It's plenty dark here. Yes, Toto. We'll have to light matches so we can see. Uh, they've got matches here. Good. There, that's better. Keep us happy. Then leave mail behind. That's strange. None of it seems to have been opened. Just scattered around here on the floor of the cave. Look, Kim Sadi. What is it, Toto? This envelope. Open. Hmm. There's no letter inside. It only won that way. Let me see that address Tom Jackson, Route Number One, Muddy Gulch. Tom Jackson? That young fellow looked for letter at stage office. He did? Huh. another match, will you, Toto? Huh. Thanks. Return address is uh, Sergeant Clem Jackson, United States Cavalry, and it's postmarked Fort Hudson. Tonto, those crooks must have been looking for the letter in this envelope. That's right. We'll get Dan and the horses and pay Tom Jackson a visit.
1: As the Lone Ranger, Dan and Tonto, left for Tom Jackson's place, the young man received a caller.
2: Good morning. Morning, Tom. My name's Galloway. How do you do, sir? Son, I'm a newcomer to Muddy Gulch, but... I just heard about your father's death thought I'd drop in to see you well that's nice of you won't you come in and meet my mother well thanks Tom I'd like to
4: Who is this, son?
2: mother this is mr. Galloway he lives in town howdy mrs. Jackson
3: just... have a chair won't you mr. Galloway thank you
2: by golly news must travel fast we received word of my father's death only a few days ago and here some of you people from town already know about it. Well, you know how it is out here in these western towns.
3: Tom, I think it's right nice of Mr. Galloway to take the time to pay us a visit like this. Oh,
2: sure. I'm mighty glad you did, sir. That's yeah, quite all right. See, I've got something the Dad's I bet you'd like to see. Is that so?
3: Oh, now, Tom. Mr. Galloway wouldn't care about your saddle. Well,
2: certainly, I'd like to see your saddle. In fact, I have quite an interest in a, a well, certain types of saddles.
3: Oh, fine. It's out in the other room. I'll get it for you. Tom certainly is proud of it. It was his father's, you know. Just came in on the morning express. Oh, I see.
2: Here she is. The dad had it made special. There. Golly. That's one of the most beautiful saddles I've ever seen. Yeah. It's regular cavalry style. carbine boot and all. Yeah, it sure is a beauty. I sure could use a fine saddle like that. I'll buy it from you. Well, Mr. Galloway, I I don't know whether... Tom
3: doesn't seem to want to part with it.
2: Tom, it'd be a big help to you if I was to pay top price. Oh, sure. Well, I hate to sell my father's saddle. It's all I have to remember him by. sure. Sure. I should have known. Well, Tom, got to be running along now. Got a lot of business to look out for.
3: I was hoping you'd stay for dinner.
2: <laughs> Sorry, some other time maybe. Oh, uh, you change your mind about that saddle. you find me at room 209 at the Hotel Union son. All right, but I don't think I'll sell.
1: A few minutes later young tom jackson and his mother were busy inside their farmhouse when the door opened behind them hello tom
2: why oh, you're masked and an engine and a boy oh tom well,
1: don't be alarmed we're friends and
4: what's the mask for tom i'm not sure but i think i may be able to help you
2: it looks like everyone wants to help us today what do you mean well a man named galloway was here a few minutes ago he wanted to help too I wanted to buy my father's saddle.
4: Your father's saddle?
2: And there it is over on the floor. I just got it this morning.
4: Your father's a soldier.
2: My father was a soldier. He died a week ago out east at Fort Hudson. Why? I didn't know. I'm sorry. And Galloway seemed to know all about it.
4: What did this uh, Galloway look like? Why, he was a big fellow. Yes, he was
2: all
3: of six feet tall. He
2: weighs about 225 pounds. Did he have long black hair and sideburns? Why... Well, yes, he did. That's one of the men who robbed the stage. And
4: my hunch was right.
2: Oh, I don't understand. What are you talking
4: about? The stage was robbed of its mail by two men this morning. They took the mail to a cave, opened part of it, then disappeared. But where do I fit into the picture? Now, Tom, I found this envelope in the cave.
2: Ah. What? Oh. Why,
4: it's addressed to me.
3: It's from my dad. Let's see. Why, from the postmark. It must have been written the day before he passed away.
4: When I found this envelope... I thought there must have been something in the letter that interested the crooks. Apparently, I was right. You mean
2: Galloway robbed the stage, found my letter, and came here to get the saddle? Yes. And there's a special reason for his wanting my saddle.
4: That's right, Tom. And I'm going to find out what it is. Hello, Dan. Let's get back to town. Uh,
2: what are we going to do there?
4: We're going to have a talk with Duke Galloway.
1: Continue our story realizing that Duke Galloway was one of the male bandits and he had some reason to be interested in Tom Jackson's saddle the Lone Ranger Dan and Tonto rode into muddy Gulch the masked man planned to have a talk with Duke meanwhile Galloway and his partner squint Nelson were discussing matters in their room at the hotel Union Duke you must be getting soft or something I thought you was too
2: smart to let a boy and his old lady stand between you and $10,000. Squint, you're just too blamed impatient. Well, that was only the first try, and it was a smart thing to do. Using psychology, trying to win their confidence. I'm not interested in their confidence. I want their money. Uh, just see here, Squint. I've had enough of you. And your... I've had enough of you and your smart ideas. Psychology. Huh all you had to do was grab the saddle and run sure and inside five minutes a kid would have the law on a trail wouldn't even have time to tear the map out of the saddle let alone go out and dig up the money the old man buried well maybe you're right but i'd like to be sure this ain't just a wild goose chase how much more proof do you have to have i knew clem jackson personal we was in the same troop before I got court-martialed and kicked out of the army. I was there the day he made arrangements to keep the letter telling about the $10,000 in the troop commander safe. And you're satisfied the letter we hijacked from the stage is the same one? I uh, certainly it is. Soon as I found out he was dead, I knew that letter would be coming through. He made that arrangement with the troop commander. Soon as anything happened to him, this letter was to be sent out to his boy. All right, all right. Uh, I... Guess I'm just a little jittery. Uh, squint, you sure are. I'd like to take a whirl at getting that saddle. Make you feel any better, go ahead and try. That's just what I aim to do. But I'm warning you. Watch your step. I'll be careful. Treat the kid real nice. Think I'll go over to the cafe for a while. I'll probably be sitting in front of the hotel when you get back. All right, Duke. I won't be long. Now remember now, don't let your temper get the best of you.
1: Minutes later, the Lone Ranger, Dan, and Tonto arrived at the Hotel Union. They went to room 209 by way of the back stairs. Be careful now. I don't want to be seen with this mask. Uh,
4: I'm
2: being quiet, sir.
4: Yeah. This is the room. Uh, this is 209. Dan, you wait out here. You may be shooting. Oh, gee. You may come in if there's no trouble. Yes, sir. Get ready, Tonto. Then to throw the door open, we'll rush in. Uh, you ready? All right. Here it goes. Uh, Toto, the door's locked. Are you all right, Camus? Yes, I just hit the door with my shoulder. If
2: the door's locked, that must mean the crooks are
4: out. Uh. Toto, I think we should be able to pick this lock without any trouble. Here. Here, we got a small knife here. Oh, thanks. Sure, this should do it all right. There. That worked fast. Right, let's go inside. What do we do now? I want to see if we can find that letter from Tom Jackson's father. That'll tell us why Galloway's so anxious to get the saddle.
2: And if we get the letter, that will be enough evidence to send him to jail.
4: That's right, Dan. Mm-hmm. what we do? We're going to search the room. Good. Let's get started. Be careful. Replace everything you disturb so Galloway and his partner won't know the room's been searched. No, I'll be careful. It's good. We work fast. Yes.
1: As the three searched Duke Galloway's hotel room, Squint Nelson called on Tom Jackson and his mother. The Jacksons were in the farmyard as he pulled up. Oh, oh there, oh boy.
2: Steady there. Howdy, stranger. What can I do for you? Easy, boy. Are you Tom Jackson? That's right. And this is my mother. Uh, Howdy, ma'am.
3: How do you do, uh, Mr... Uh, Nelson, ma'am.
2: Squint Nelson. What's on your mind, Mr. Nelson? Son, I understand you've got a right smart cavalry saddle on your hands. That's right. I wonder if I could take a look at it. Well, it's not for sale, if that's what you're after. Oh, it ain't, huh? No.
3: My goodness, I don't see why everyone's so interested in that saddle. Um, I heard
2: about the saddle in town. Thought I'd come out and take a look at it. Of course, I understood it was for sale. And who told you about it? Mr. Galloway? Galloway? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, son, but I couldn't rightly say I recognize that man. That's strange. He said he lived at Hotel Union. No, but i heard it from someone else News new sort of gets round, you know i'm beginning to believe that well tom you say you ain't in the mood to sell it's good enough for me i'm sorry i bothered you oh don't apologize i understand it's just a mistake that's all yeah i guess that's what it is it's too bad you had to come all the way out here to find out about it tell you what i'd like to take a peek at that saddle anyhow as long as i'm here well, no, I...
3: Oh, Tom, I can't say as I see any harm and Mr. Nelson's just looking at your saddle, as long as he's come all the way out here and all.
2: Oh, I guess you're right, Mother. Just wait here a minute, Mr. Nelson. I'll go in the house and get it for you. Well, him. say now, that's mighty fine of you.
3: It'll only take him a minute, Mr. Nelson. Oh, that's
2: all right. I've got plenty of time. I'm sort of taking things easy, anyhow.
3: My boy certainly is proud of that saddle. I don't think he'd trade it for a million dollars.
2: Here he comes with the saddle now. Yeah, here it is, Mr. Nelson. Oh. <laughs> Isn't she a beauty? Say, that candle's sort of high for a cavalry saddle, ain't it? Well, oh, no, Dad seemed to like it that way. May I take it, Tom? Yeah, sure. Here you are. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. You know, I doubt if you really know just how valuable this is. I don't follow you.
3: No, what do you mean by that?
2: You're sure you won't sell? I'm positive. Oh. Uh, Tom, come over here closer all right what is it look down here at these stirrups i'm looking
3: what do you want this will take care of you for a while oh what have you done to my boy i just knocked him out for a spell
2: be as good as new when he comes to oh tom speak to me son here boy
3: where are you going with that saddle you can't this
2: is a 45 you're looking at you know what's good for you you'll keep quiet about this
3: steady
2: boy you beast get up there
1: squint nelson rode into town with the stolen saddle the lone ranger dan and tonto finished searching the hotel room well we searched the whole room and haven't found the letter ah shucks we didn't get any evidence at all they haven't already destroyed
4: it one of those cooks is carrying it with him uh, what is it tonto look out the window here oh you mean that tall man hitching his horse down there Ah, him have cavalry saddle it looked like Tom yes let me get a look at him right down there Dan
2: Leapin' grasshoppers. What's matter? What is it, Dan? That man down there is the other stage robber. Dan, are you sure? I told you I'd know them anywhere. And look, there's Galloway stepping up to meet him. right? right.
4: They're coming inside. All right, quick, both of you, come with me. Uh-huh. And what we do, King Subby? They've stolen their saddle. That's all we need to attract the sheriff's attention. Well, where are we going? They get the sheriff. I want him to see this for himself.
1: Ranger and his friends left by the back stairs and rushed to the Sheriff's office. A minute later, Duke and Squint came up the front stairs, unlocked their door, and hurried into their room with the stolen saddle. I'd still like to know how on Sunday you got that saddle away from the boy.
2: I've told you for the last time, it don't make no difference how I did it. Towers now. There's just one thing. You didn't shoot him, did you? No, I didn't shoot him. Give me that hunting knife. Let's get down to business. No time to lose. All right, squint. Here's the knife. Now, do you know where to start cutting? I guess we better read that letter again. Got it right here in my inside coat pocket. Never mind the chatter. Let's hurry. Let's see what it says. My son. Here it is. Here it is. A map showing where I buried my money is sewn between the layers of leather and the candle. Ah. No wonder he had a high candle. To remove it, cut the stitching from the top inside. After cutting away a few inches of stitching, you should be able to reach between the layers and pull the map out. That's all we need to know. Let's get started. Yeah, start cutting right on top there. This is easy. Sure is. We knocked off that stage this morning. I never thought we was going to get such fast results. Me neither this letter was just what we was looking for yeah, ain't every day you can get a blueprint to ten thousand dollars <laughs> and duke can you imagine a guy burying money like that he just wanted his family to have it after he died that's all well i hate to spoil the plans but business is business oh wait squint I think you've gone far enough there i hope so i'm getting anxious try to pull it out of there now i ain't stopping you let me see now it should be right in... hey squint i got something feels like paper Pull the leather apart i think i can get it all right there you are i've got it i've got it come on right. open it up and let's see where the loot's buried hey the drone's just as plain as day look duke it's buried beneath a big boulder out on the jackson farm well come on what are we waiting for sure it'll be dark in a few minutes we can sneak out there dig up the money and be out of the territory before anybody knows what's happened. Well, let's get started
4: not so fast that's where you are. Duke, look. Hey, you're masked. Who are all these hombres with you? Sheriff, have you heard enough? You just bet your life I have. Well, you haven't got anything on us. I know all about you two crooks.
2: And I'm going to see that you get the limit for robbing the males and for attempting to steal all that money from Tom Jackson and his mother. You tin lawman. You can't prove anything. I heard all I need to know through that door. Well, you don't get me without a fight. Sheriff, look out. That a boy, Duke. No, get... oh, no, my
4: shoulder. Nice, oh. nice shooting, oh. mister. My heart. He nearly guns. Stop pointing and get up, you two. Sheriff, they're all yours. Well, Tom, how's your head feeling now?
2: Uh, well, it, it should be all right in the morning. A squint pillar hit you pretty hard at the gun.
3: Oh, I should say he did. I thought, sure, he killed my boy.
2: Well, after all the news you brought me, mister, I'm very much alive.
3: I just don't know how to begin to thank you men for what you've done. If it hadn't been for you, we'd never have known my husband did away with that money. And those crooks would have stolen it all. And not
2: only that, Mom, they'd have kept my saddle, too. Oh, son, you and your saddle. <laughs> Adios. Mother. Adios, stranger. Ready big fella? Ready, Toto? Uh, be caught, ready
4: be ready. Run through there. Get up I'll there.